the Around the League podcast is back for episode nine. Um, a podcast in which we, I at least never thought would never happen. And in this podcast, we will be commemorating the life of Kobe Bryant on and off the court on Sunday afternoon. Kobe, along with his daughter, Gianna, and seven others died in a helicopter crash uh, on the way to his daughter's AAU basketball game. Uh, Jake and I today will just, you know, us growing up watching Kobe and and everything that Kobe's done post-career, during his career, we're just going to commemorate. And uh, Jake, I'll let you start off and, and really just what you're feeling and how you found out and and everything and what you know I really don't even know how to start this yeah well just like everyone else I was pretty shocked by the news um very tragic um obviously you can hear in my voice I'm not too excited um to record this podcast obviously we haven't recorded in a little bit but um definitely did not expect to be uh recording a podcast um of this type um but like I said before, shocking, uh, just like everyone else was. Um, but uh, first and foremost, just want to send my condolences to um, to Vanessa and the whole Bryant family. Uh, I know they're going through tough times, especially losing not only Kobe, but um, his 13-year-old daughter as well, who had a bright future ahead of her um, in women's basketball. So um, huge, uh, huge uh, prayers and and condolences go out to them. Uh, but we did lose one of the the NBA's all-time greats in Kobe Bryant, um, along with the seven other people, pretty sure there were, um, besides Kobe and his daughter. Um, condolences go out to their families as well. But uh, lost one of the greats in Kobe Bryant. And I don't think I've ever really uh, been attached to a – celebrity's death as much as I was with Kobe. I don't know if you can relate, Ryan, but well, go ahead. Well, uh, no, the only other time, and, and I was going to bring this up later, me and Jake, I mentioned this many times, we're both from Miami, um, and I'm not only a basketball fan, but I'm baseball, football, you know, really all sports. And the only t- other time I can think of is when Jose Fernandez died for the Miami Marlins. It was, listen, nothing will ever be to this magnitude and hopefully nothing will ever be like this again. But I remember going to Marlins Park and, and I was actually the first one there to, to give something and I started the memorial there and, and the feeling around Marlins Park. And mind you, this is a pitcher who, yeah, he was great, but he was still young, you know. He wasn't like Kobe who who you can't talk about the NBA's history without bringing up Kobe's name. And it's not just, he's kind of just a, a footnote in NBA history. He's a, he's multiple chapters. He, you know, he, he's, he's very embedded in the NBA history. Um, and the only other time, like, you know, to go back to my, to, you know, what you just said in my point is Jose Fernandez. And I never thought I would be so upset beside, you know, about a celebrity dying or a, a sports figure. And listen, Kobe, he, it's, I didn't dislike him, but it's not like he was my favorite player. He wasn't, you know, I knew that, I knew that every time, you know, I saw him on TV and, and when the Heat, you know, our team played uh, the Lakers that 
it it was going to be tough because Kobe, if there was one thing, no matter if it was game one or if it was game 45 or game 82 in the season, or if it was game seven in NBA finals, he brought that same intensity every single night. Just, you know, I, I went on, on social media and I, you know, I didn't get an alert, nothing. And all of a sudden I see about one post, you know, with the TMZ report. And then I see, you know, I thought it was a joke and, and a sick joke, but a joke. I'm like, no, that, you know, this is TMZ is just doing this publicity stunt. And I see about four or five posts of the same thing. I'm like, this is not a joke. And I turned to my friends and, and we're doing something, we're doing, you know, something for work and, and we all just stopped and, and, we just stop for the day and it's just something that it, I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking in circles here and, and it's like, I have goosebumps talking about this. It's just something that i never wanted to talk about. And, 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 you know, no matter, listen, when anyone dies, it's sad, but when it's someone of this magnitude and to make things worse, that his 13 year old daughter was with him. It's just, I don't even know what to say. Uh, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, and being from Miami, I also know the pain and the and the um, the sadness. hurt that comes from and the sadness that comes from a a player like Jose Fernandez. But I won't be remiss if I don't say that you can't really put any place in terms of a city, and you can't put any player like you can with LA and Kobe and the amount of um, and obviously it goes way farther than that um, in terms of not only basketball, but the way he inspired um, millions of people across the world uh, to pick up a basketball. Not only that, but uh, with, and it's crazy because you look at all these and, and I've, I haven't been able to, I remember when the news first broke, my mom called me and um, I had a bunch of text messages on my phone that were unread. I couldn't really see them because sometimes I'll, um, I'll put notifications off or something. It doesn't mean that I don't read them, obviously. But uh, my mom first called me and broke the news to me. I didn't believe it. So I was checking TMZ, saw TMZ reported, and I was like, you know what? For this sort of uh, report, I'm not really going to trust it until I maybe see uh, – maybe a more credible source like Woj or someone post about it. And finally, there you go. Woj, uh, tweet, um, Woj tweets about it um, and ESPN's all over it. Uh, you know, they stop coverage, whatever they're doing, go straight to Kobe Bryant. So it was really um, crazy. And, and uh, my focus was gone the whole day. Um, and in my the days, focus is still gone. Yeah. My, we're, we're, yeah. we're 48 hours later and, and- yeah, it's, it's cut, hard to cut you off, but it's just like I'm, I, he wasn't even my favorite player. He wasn't even my second favorite player. He was just yeah. we grew up watching him, and and we you know his first couple years with Shaq, and and we'll get into this more. I I was very little. I just was being born to you know that's how young I am. But you know his series against the Celtics and, and when he did the back to back and, and really from that time, <laughs> just watching, you know, just the heat used to play the Lakers a lot on Christmas day too, especially when Shaq came to Miami and just watching him and him and Dwayne Wade going at it. And, and I mean, it's just, 
it's it's just no words can put into the feelings that I think a lot of us have, or probably all of us. Right. No, but his. Uh, I think it's it's more than just, and he's not my favorite player either. Um, but just the magnitude of this loss um, speaks for itself when you have people that don't even follow basketball or don't even uh, have nothing related to basketball that they, you know, they don't, they don't follow it or they're not a fan of it at all by any means, but they're, they see the Mamba mentality. They see Kobe putting hours in the gym when he used to play, you know, hours out of the gym. Um, outside of his basketball life where he's coaching his daughter and, and really uh, devoting to his family as a father. And, and obviously you have that second life that you wonder, Hey, if he stayed, whatever, what, what could he have made of, of his daughter coaching him and uh, coaching her, excuse me. He, and, and... His, his, his daughter's basketball team, Matt Barnes, I, I, um, one of his friends or you know, former NBA player, who coaches his sons in AAU and, and they see each other at a lot of these tournaments. Kobe was asking Matt Barnes, you know, how, how often do you use your team practice? And Matt goes, you know, I'm lucky if I can get two times a week. And Kobe goes, lucky. I, my daughter's team, we practice five days a week. And that's a 13 year old basketball, you know, girls basketball team. And Kobe's having them five days a week in the gym practicing. And they're running a tr- the triangle offense. And if, you're not an avid basketball fan. That's a very hard offense. It's something that Kobe grew up in with Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson ran that with Michael Jordan. He ran that with the Lakers and all his time coaching. And NBA players, grown men, grown women in the WNBA, they can't con- get that concept down and how to run that. And he's running it with his 13-year-old daughter's team. It's just – I think it goes to show you, and you talk about that Mamba mentality, he, he instilled it. And that's what he wanted to give back, not only to his daughters and his family, which I think you really saw in the past couple of years was his priority, but to former players, to, or to not former, but current players. And I think you see that throughout the NBA now and just everyone re- reminiscing on, on their time with him or, or how they looked up to him and stuff like that. Right. Uh, we saw um, several demonstrations of um... – of remembering Kobe in NBA games with, uh, I mean, virtually every single, um, I believe yesterday was uh, was played or or Sunday, um, because this was early, I believe around twelve one p.m. when it happened, two p.m. maybe. So yeah, two, uh, I, I think around two two thirty uh, Eastern Standard Time uh, on our time, but uh, right. So usually on there's the we- on the West Coast. It was about ten eleven o'clock. Right, so there's usually uh, – Sundays maybe there's some early games. So we saw the Raptors and Spurs early on taking an eight-second uh, violation to represent his, uh, his number earlier in his career and then 24-second violation by the other team. Um, and and it, that kind of carried on throughout the NBA. Right, yeah. And it was just a movement uh, you saw on social media, countless. I mean, I've never seen such a movement – um, for one player um, one in, my, in my lifetime. Um, there was, a, across every single social media platform, tons of posts. I want to highlight two. Um, I was thinking of a third one uh, because I've, I've watched a lot of videos um, about Kobe and um, not necessarily highlight-related, but just really um, 
I've done, yeah. About about people mourning his loss and talking about what they their last convo, whatever. Um, But I want to I want to particular like I want to really highlight two stories in particular um, that really highlight his work ethic because I don't think people really realize how hard this guy worked. So the first one, and it's it's crazy because these two guys didn't really have too close of a relationship with Kobe. It's not like it's Shaq talking or it's not like it's Pal Gasol talking. These are two guys in Allen Iverson and Jay Williams that didn't even have, uh, you know, obviously they weren't teammates. Kobe knew I, of them, but they weren't I, teammates. I, I, think, I think AI was um, closer. Jay Will, obviously um, – his career got cut short and I, I know what you're going to say and, and go ahead. Um, especially yeah. so Wells. the first, so the first story from Alan Iverson also, well, this is a quick little story. Jay Wills is more of a longer story, but in case people didn't hear of it. So Alan Iverson goes to, uh, he goes to Instagram and I read this little story that he put up there that said that Kobe and him had dinner one night. And so, uh, they have dinner, they go back to the hotel, and I believe uh, Kobe says to Alan Iverson, he asked him, he says, what are you doing later tonight? And Alan Iverson says, I'm going to go to the club. And Kobe says, and, and Alan Iverson says, what are you going to do tonight? And Kobe says, well, I'm going to the gym. So that's one instance where you could see his hard work ethic um, embedded in, in, in that story. And then another yeah. one's by Jay Will, which I'll just say briefly um, to sum it up. So there was a Bulls and Lakers game and Jay Will goes to – Jay Will's like, oh, I'm going to go work out there, uh, get some shots in early, you know, way early before the game. He's thinking he's, you know, the hardest worker or whatever. So he – and he goes to the gym – or excuse me, and he goes to the arena in Staples Center and there's Kobe Bryant. And so Kobe Bryant's doing, um, he's warming up, doing the same move, doing some of the same moves. So Jay Will goes, he, he gets his shots up and whatnot. And after he's done, he goes and sits down. Guess who's still working out? Kobe Bryant. So, and, 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 and for those of you, and preface it by this, it's not just, you know, you let, listen, I've been to games early and seen players work out. No, no, no. This is not a workout. This is, he's, sweating like if he just played 48 minutes in a game this is not you know uh just a light shoot around or, or if he's there you know with a ball boy and the ball boy you know he's just in one spot shooting no this is he's doing game moves i mean like he and he said himself it's psycho he was i mean the precision and you, you mentioned these stories and and another um of because I, I was just listening to matt barnes and Matt Barnes says when he when he um, obviously Matt Barnes was you know he I think him and Kobe everyone thinks that they never got along and because of the infamous when Matt Barnes tried to to just kind of throw it in his face to fake him out and Kobe didn't even flinch you know it was just like and and Kobe that summer called Matt and said I want you to come play on the Lakers and Matt goes what and he goes yeah if you're crazy enough to f with me okay then you're then you're good enough to come play with me. And he goes, cause not many people, you know, want to, are, are um, strong enough to try to mess with me. 
and Matt said they were on a on a flight to Spain. I guess it was a I think it was a preseason game and they were going to play overseas and everyone on the plane is really sleeping and Matt's not or whatever and Matt sees Kobe up listening to music and stuff and he goes over to him and Kobe had on paper draw out, drew out about fifty little courts and Matt goes to him, What are you doing? And Kobe's there trying to figure out where all his teammates are gonna be open if he gets past a ball where he can pass it in case he doesn't have a shot. And that's just the precision and, and the how psycho he was about how good of a player he was going to be. And, and, and that he wanted to make sure that not only himself, but his teammates were prepared in, in getting ready for a game. And I think that leads into obviously his, his and Shaq relationship and, and people think, you know, I think most people know their relationship. Listen, they never hated each other. And Shaq touched on this yesterday in his podcast, the big, the big podcast um, that Shaq does. And obviously we're recording this now. And this is tonight will be um, TNT's doing a, a one hour pregame prior to the heat Celtics game. And but I think by the time we release this, probably all of that will be over and, and Shaq will obviously be on that. And, and it'll be interesting to see, but his and Shaq relationship, and, and you can touch on this too. They fought, and and you know they were like brothers. Shaq says, and the way they fought, and I believe it. You know, it, it's listen. I, I if you know Shaq's a guy who he's not like Kobe in the way his work ethic is. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think anyone in the NBA their work their work ethic has to be far and superior than just a normal person. But Shaq in the offseason liked to enjoy his time and whatever. Kobe was always in the gym, and that that coming into camp, Shaq would be out of shape, and that's where they that's where they butted heads. And it was just like, just imagine, and I think they both do, if they would have stayed together. They won three in a row. In my opinion, I think they would have won six or seven if Shaq would have stayed there for the rest of his career. I personally think that because I was I was listening to some of that podcast that you mentioned yesterday uh, about maybe 10, 15 minutes of it. Yeah. And the guy asked, he asked Shaq, he says, do you regret, regret anything? Do you regret uh, anything with Kobe uh, in your career, outside of your career? And he says that um, he wishes that he talked to him more. Um, and I'm sure other people would like to talk to him more as well. Um, but one of the big things he says is no, I don't regret anything uh, in, inside based on our career because we won three championships. Yeah. So, so with that, it's like, what, what more uh, can you do? Yeah. What more can you do um, in terms of, uh, because I mean, th- three is greater than, than nothing. I mean, we, well, what really? What they, more they can are, you do? Honestly, they are the greatest big little, and maybe the greatest duo ever in NBA history. Obviously, listen, I was too little to to really remember. I've watched highlights and 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 moments and stuff, but I mean, Shaq, he was the most dominant player to ever touch the court. Um, no one could stop him, and then you add a young Kobe who. I mean, <laughs> he had that killer instinct. I mean, he just, no matter what happened, he was there. I mean, 
it was just again I don't know how to put it I mean it's just like if you're if you're a basketball fan and I would guess you are if you're listening to this you know what I'm talking about when and and just even if you never got to watch Kobe in his career just go back and look at highlights I mean it's just the shots he would make and and it went until the very last day until his you know April I believe 13 2016 his last game in NBA he scored 60 points I mean no, that, no one's ever done that. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy, crazy to think the things Kobe did in his career. And the you see it by the impact, not only in LA, not only in, in, in the United States, but all the way across the world. You know, in tennis, the Australian Open is going on right now, one of the biggest tournaments of the year. And, and Nick Kyrgios, who's a, a tennis player, from Australia, he comes out in tears prior to his match. Okay, this is a quarterfinal. I mean, this is like one of the biggest matches he can play in tears with a Kobe jersey on for warmups. I mean, it's just the impact that that this guy has had. And don't get me wrong. Listen, he hasn't had a perfect life, but no one has. You know, I've messed up, you've messed up, we're going to continue to mess up in our life, okay? There, there will be points, but just the impact that he's had on people and, and, and to, to that Mamba mentality that people try to take after. Listen, no one will ever have his mentality again. There will never be another Kobe Bryant. There will never be, any, I don't think, anything close to Kobe Bryant um, in the NBA for sure. In any other sport, you know, you can try to take your mentality or whatever. But just everything he did was just incredible. I actually have a book back home. I uh, wish I could have read it before. I, uh, we obviously recorded this, but I don't have it with me. Um, it's called The Mama Mentality by Kobe Bryant. I definitely have to get into that. But going back to the impact, um, man, he, he, he really did uh, show you what perseverance and hard work can do. Uh, we didn't even mention how Jerry West took took a a chance on a kid from Laura Marion High School in Pennsylvania with the 13th pick when he traded uh, uh, yeah, with the Hornets. Divac. Yeah, with the Hornets for Divac. Um, but at the time, you know, people make fun of Vladi Divac. He, he was borderline. You know, he was a, a good to great player in the NBA at that time, especially at his position. Yeah, he saw so much in and Jerry West was also had an interview um, with, I believe, CNN. Um, and also with ESPN, but yeah. Also with ESPN, yeah. But uh, he had mentioned, oh, why did you take uh, – a reporter said, why did you take a chance on Kobe Bryant? He says, I know special talent when I see it, and I saw it that day in Kobe Bryant. And Kobe Bryant didn't uh, – made sure that Jerry West made the right decision, put hard work every day. And we talked about Shaq before, but he wanted to work out everyone. He wanted to, he, or excuse me, he wanted to outwork everyone. Um, he wanted to make sure that you knew he was outworking you. And that's one of the things Jay Williams said when he was uh, talking about that story. Uh, after, that, off, after those warm-ups, he dropped 40 on them that night. So yeah. uh, he wanted to outwork not only Shaq and his teammates, he but wanted, he wanted to work out he, everyone, and he yeah. wanted you to know that. Yeah, <laughs> he, 
it's almost like he was the silent assassin as much as, yeah, you know, I bet he did talk trash, but at the same time, you know, it's like in his 81 point game, Jalen Rose says, you didn't hear a peep from him, not a chest bump, not a word. He just did it in silence. And he just, it's almost like he would play games with you. I've heard other players say, and not only in the past couple of days, but you know, since he retired and before he retired, you know, it's kind of like almost he would tell you where you're supposed to be on the court. If you were in the right, it's almost, it reminds me of, of Larry Bird and Larry Bird, when he was on offense, he would tell you what he would do with the ball and then do it and, and, and score. You know, he would tell you, I'm going to do two pump fakes, drive baseline and do a reverse dunk. And then he would do that. And the player still couldn't stop him. That's almost what Kobe did, but not only on offense on defense too, he would tell the player, Hey, <clears throat> excuse me, you're supposed to be in the corner right now. And you're over here and, and, and there, you, you have an open and the player, the, I think it just got in players' minds what he did. But as much as we're talking about basketball, I want to talk and, and get back into life after basketball and what he was doing. You, you look at a lot of athletes and, and a, after their careers end, most athletes don't know what they want to do with themselves. And, and most, a lot of these athletes have so much money, handle their money. And that was never a problem for Kobe. Kobe knew exactly. He planned what he wanted to do. He always wanted to be, you know, spend more time with his family. But also, this is a guy who who won an Academy Award. I mean, directors and stuff work years and years and years to get to, and he did it within a year of retiring. And he directed a film and, it, you know, won an Academy Award, and he, he was very proud of that. And, and I'll let you speak more on it. I mean, just incredible as to what he did after basketball. Right. I think that... He's been uh, – I've, I've reiterated it before. He's been nothing short of amazing. Um, just – and obviously it, it sucks as well that his daughter was on there. Um, and you could just imagine um, – I mean, I don't even want to imagine, you know, what was going on during those last couple seconds in the helicopter. Uh, but – just his his impact on on everyone um and even touching the souls of of non-basketball fans people that don't even you mentioned the te- tennis players that i'm not saying that they didn't follow basketball necessarily but they're other yeah they're you, not even you, you look just other other people it it's super bowl week right now and, and we're not a football pod, uh, podcast but it's super bowl week and no one's even talking about the super bowl and, you know, guys like Richard Sherman and other guys in the NFL, they're talking about how Kobe inspired them and they don't even play the sport of basketball. So it's just amazing. And, and everything he's done, um, not only on the court, but off the court. Um, and, and just the, the, how he touched people and, and how, you know, great, really good of a father it seemed like he was. And I think everyone always said, you know, go for a boy, go for a boy, but, that basketball player he had right there, and it was his daughter, Gigi. I mean, she seemed like – I mean, I was – She embraced it. I mean, I was watching highlights, and it's like she had his, his fadeaway step back down. Like, like it almost – it looked exactly like Kobe. And, and it was just amazing to see the work and the time that she put in, and she wanted to do this. This wasn't something Kobe, you know – forced on his kids you know he didn't even follow basketball once he retired and the only reason he started getting back into basketball just this season and last season is because of his daughter and his daughter asked him you know can we buy league pass and can I watch all the games and 
and let's go to the games and 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 it was always on in their household because of his daughter and and you know it's just I think it's something like you know you you mentioned earlier I think it's just terrible that that not only his family you know his wife and, and kids lose their dad but they also lost a sister and it's something that I, I, you know, I don't think I can and neither can you and, and a lot of people in this world can never imagine. Definitely not uh, something that we can uh, comprehend. Um, and to right now, and I think for, for days and weeks and months to come, I don't think it's going to be, every time you think about Kobe Bryant, I don't think it's going to be believable um, that he's not here with us. But, man, we could talk all day. I mean, we've already talked close to 30 minutes on, on Kobe and, and just the great player he was leader, champion, um, friend to so many people, influencer, um, father, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, I just want to move on. Well, not really move on. It still has to do with Kobe, obviously, but, um, there's actually been a petition, um, to change uh, the NBA logo that was that still is Jerry West, um, whose nickname is the logo, but he's been um, he's been sort of on the edge about, uh, or not even on the edge. He's been willing to to give up himself as the logo to to give it to someone else, and it's been rumored about MJ, but everyone's been on board to change it to Kobe, um, according to the New York Post three hours ago. Um, they mentioned that the petition started by this guy named Nick um, has over 2 million uh, signatures. It's supported by celebrities um, such as Snoop Dogg, Justin Bieber, et cetera. Uh, so a lot of people want this to happen. Uh, and Jerry West has been the, the NBA's logo for quite some time now. Um, and, that logo seems iconic, but a lot of people want it to get changed. And I, I see where they're coming from. Um, obviously after a really significant tragic event like this one. Um, but what do you, what do you think about, um, um, Ryan, what do you think about the, the change? Do you think, uh, obviously I feel like it's justified, but do you, what, um, what are your thoughts on it? You know, yes. For, I think now for a couple of years, at least people, you know, chant, you know, a change in the NBA or whatever with the logo. And I, I've, I haven't heard in the past couple of days, Jerry West say, but I know in the past he's kind of been open a little bit open to the idea. And even though it's not really up to him per se, it's up, you know, to the, to Adam Silver and, and the NBA and the whatever. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, listen, <laughs> it's something unthinkable that happened and, and, Listen, the NBA's had that logo for so long. It's kind of iconic. And, and to just change it like that, would I have a problem with it? No, not at all. But at the same time, do I, do I think it'll end up happening? No, I, I don't. Um, just like I know um, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Mavs, came out and said, no player will ever wear 24-8 in Mavs history again. again. Um, in honor of Kobe Bryant, I know Spencer Dinwiddie today, you know, said he's changing his number and players aren't allowed to change their number mid season, but the NBA is making an exception. He's changing it to 26. Um, I don't know if that's because six plus two is eight, or it could be even more special um, 24 plus, which was Kobe's second number. And then 
Gianna's number and that she wore is two. 24 plus two is 26. Who knows what the 26 represented? Maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. Um, it'll be interesting also to see, will, will the NBA just retire both those numbers? Do I think that will happen again? Probably not either. I think teams will take it into, you know, themselves and, and just players. I think, well, I know I never uh, – uh, a guy in the Pacers, I, I don't know his name – he wears 24 and he said he won't be changing his number that Kobe just means so much to him and that he wants to honor Kobe by still wearing that number. So I think it'll be interesting. Um, there's so much that the NBA could do to honor him. And obviously tonight, which by the time we release this episode, it'll probably be last night or, or two, three nights ago, whatever the Lakers and Clippers were supposed to play. They, it got, um, suspended or postponed due to the death of Kobe. And I think the Lakers organization still needs more time to heal. Um, most of the front office and people who work there have been there for so many years that they grew up with Kobe and, and everything. And I wanted to ask you this, do you think, and, and listen, I don't think there's any wrong answer, um, but do you think that they should have played a game tonight? Um, fitting that it's LA versus LA and, and it would be national televised game. Well, due to the fact that um, there's such thing as postponing a game, um, which they're doing, um, which they haven't decided today for it, um, I don't think that it's fitting to to play. What would it be tonight? So I don't feel like it's fitting to play tonight. Um, we saw, and and LeBron James's post just came recently, I believe, last night, um, and that was. Um, a really hard one, two paragraphs to read. Um, and we saw him brief moments um, off the Lakers plan, plane when they found out. They actually found out when they were le- leaving Philadelphia on the plane uh, to go back home to L.A. So I don't really think, honestly, um, there's a lot of um, people involved in that organization that were close, really close to Kobe uh, and – People mentioned Kobe was only a phone call away. Goes for a lot of people, from analysts to um, to we even look at uh, a guy like Sharif O'Neal, uh, Shaquille's son. Who I mean, that was like um, an uncle to him. Yes, yeah, and he reached out to him actually before he passed uh, later that day. So there was a lot of people. Um, that were affected by specifically this. in that yeah and specifically in that organization um like uh Rob, Jeannie Buss Rob and Magic Johnson Polinka um yeah but you so, know listen they postponed the game it probably is the right thing to do to me though I just thought it was fitting that it's LA versus LA um if there's any team in the league that understands what the Lakers are going through, it would be the Clippers be, just because they've been there. I mean, they share a building with them. It would have been a Lakers home game or will be when, whenever they play it. And I just thought it would be – listen, the more I think about it, though, yeah, it probably would be too emotional. Um, Way too emotional. Just Way too emotional. And and now the Lakers' next scheduled home game is, is Friday, and it will actually be on ESPN against the Trailblazers. And I think – I know where I'll be <laughs> um, Friday night watching uh, – I'll be sitting 
down watching that game. And, and I, it's just how can they even – what will they do to, to commemorate Kobe? And I think the best thing the Lakers have done is they're letting Kobe's family take the lead on this. And, um, and really the Lakers didn't even post a statement or they haven't posted anything on their Instagram until really yesterday. They posted a brief statement just saying the game is going to be canceled on that. Their thoughts or prayers are with the Bryant family. Um, they're not doing any tributes yet. They're, they're really just letting Vanessa and, and, and Kobe's parents just take the lead on this. And when they're ready and they feel comfortable to come out and, and make a statement, that's when the Lakers will do something. And I think that's also really goes into to the, the thought of, of postponing the game. Um, it's something that, listen, you know, <laughs> Like I said, there's no wrong way of doing this. Um, and it's something that's so unexpected that it's going to take months and 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 who knows how long. You know, I don't think it'll ever end the the sadness of what has happened because it's just it's it's it was so that it's almost just like like you said, it's not real. Like I still, you know, <laughs> I I don't know why some reason I, I still like come on like just Kobe like just come out and say this is fake come out you know like say something you know and and you know I know multiple people have came out you know celebrities and stuff and friends of his said they texted him immediately because he would respond so fast that they're like okay Kobe answer me like don't you know just answer me and, and say this is just a sick prank and 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 everything will be fine and, and obviously that never happened and it's just sad and, and really you know it you know it's it's like I said there's no words to to describe I think what his you know we're all mourning the loss but I don't think no one really knows what you know no one's going through what his family's going through and and the Lakers GM Rob Polinka they were basically best friends that's he was Kobe's agent for his whole 20-year career um the bus family they saw, you know, just like the city of LA saw Kobe grow up and, and, and he was very still close with Jeannie Buss. And, and obviously the late great uh, Dr. Jerry Buss passed away about seven to 10 years ago. And, and it's just, it it's, it's just something that will take a lot of time to get over. And, and now, and not to, not to relate this back to basketball again, but if if there's a team to win the championship this year, it's only fitting that the Lakers win. And, and I think LeBron now, and, and not to make light of everything, but LeBron, even you mentioned his Instagram post, he feels like he has, a, he has something to take on now. He feels he has a responsibility. He feels like something needs to be done. And, and if there's a guy in the NBA who can do that, it's LeBron. And, and I, the Lakers, I think, will be on a mission um, for the rest of the season. And I think this will, will carry them into the playoffs. And I, <laughs> if I'm a betting man, I'm not, I'm not betting against the Lakers. I don't think anymore, just because of that will and that drive that each of those players on that team or especially LeBron, who, who was close with Kobe to, to, to win. Right. Um, with the well, let's just say this. Uh, we haven't mentioned this because this is after the day after LeBron passed him and most points all time, yeah. Uh, and he even had something written on his shoes 
um, about Kobe. Um, yeah. And this was the night before. It's almost, it's almost he, it was like foreshadowing almost in, in a weird, sick way. It almost was like everyone, you know, everyone was celebrating Kobe's career in, in indirectly. And it was weird because LeBron was getting interviewed and he was talking about, about, about Kobe's career and what he's learned from Kobe and this and that. And, and then the day later this happened. So, um, I don't want to say coincidental, but, but it's just like, yeah, it, there's, yeah. it's just like how, like you wonder. Yeah, how. It, and, and, um, no, really as far as, listen, you could, you could tribute, you could do, um, I'm not sure if you can outdo the tributes. Um, I don't know to what extent they're going to tribute him. I, I would imagine it would be, um, very powerful, um, we already saw, like I've mentioned before, NBA games where they've, um, really took to honor him. And I think and, it'll be a hundred uh, times more than, than what, you know, all NBA, all other teams will. I mean, right. Mm-hmm. I, we, we, we've also seen, well, we've also seen, um, uh, tribute videos on big screens, um, outside of stadiums. They've had Kobe. Uh, they've had purple and gold, um, you know, I, everywhere. So, I, and I, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Friday night against the Trailblazers, the Lakers come out there, and 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 no matter how emotional they are, it's a blowout, <laughs> and the Lakers steamroll, and and I think the as as somber and and sad of a of a game it will be, and again, I. Me personally, I can only relate this to when the Marlins they played. They literally played the day after Jose Fernandez died, and and that's someone who was on the team, you know, in the you know playing or was supposed to play. You know how somber and sad that that stadium was. I can't even imagine what the atmosphere is going to feel like, but I just feel like the Lakers are going to come out, and and it will only be right that the Lakers come out and, and play so hard and and so aggressive and with that Mamba mentality and, and just run up the score almost and, and win by a lot. They'll be on a quest this season for sure to, to help deliver a championship for not only Los Angeles and, and Laker fans, but, but also Kobe Bryant. Um, and I'm not mad with, I'm definitely not mad with the, the decision to postpone this game. You got to give some people time to heal. Um, Obviously, it's life, death happens, but you never expect, you know, death happens sometimes in the most unexpected moments. So you got to you got to have time for people to heal. Um, And again, if there's anyone and I was listening to Stephen A talk about um, the postponing of the game and and he said, if anyone has the most say in this, it's Vanessa Bryant. Um, But obviously, she's going through a lot right now. Um, And he also said that if this was up to Kobe, He'd wanted them to play. He would want them to play. Oh yeah, and um, and I think most people have said, you know, listen, it it shows how impactful this guy was because Chris Paul didn't. He sat out a game. Um, uh, Kyrie Irving felt he wasn't ready to play, and also a lot of people did feel, you know, we listen. Like you said, we could talk about this for days and days and days. You know, Buddy Heel scoring, you know, forty two points last night, and and he said he went out there and tried to play like Kobe, and and almost he did scoring, you know, 40 plus, and, and he was just 
he, you know, Darren Fox, you know, that great play at the end of the game and the Kings ended up winning and just so many bam out of bio with the heat, you know, scoring a triple double and saying this was for Kobe and, and so many players just, just going out there and having spectacular performances. Trey Young, you know, who, who Kobe's daughter, Gianna, who, who passed, that was her favorite player. And he, he went out there, scored 45 and, and hit a half court shot. And it almost like you felt like that Kobe, Kobe sent him a gift on that one. And, and just so much has happened, but, you know, I, I think, listen, we, we can talk and talk and talk, but any last thoughts? And, and I want to, really, I, I just want to end this episode really just with um, 24 seconds of, of a moment of silence. But before that, any last thoughts? I was going to say, I think it's only fitting uh, before we do that moment of silence to, to really highlight our favorite um, Kobe moment. Um, and if you want to start first, um, um, we can do that. Yeah, no, I, I, that, I think that's the, I would love to. And, and I'm trying to think, you know, just, I think my favorite one and the one that I hated for so long is his, his buzzer beater over Dwayne Wade. Um, I remember watching that game, actually. I, I was young and, and, I was staying up way past my bedtime or whatever to watch that game. And I, I remember him hitting that buzzer beater. And that's probably my favorite moment because it related to me in some way in terms of he was playing my team. And, and for so long, I just didn't like seeing that, that highlight. But over the past 48 hours, I think I've watched that enough that I could give a play-by-play back with it without even seeing it. Um, and yeah, I mean, otherwise, besides that, it would probably be him standing on the table after he won his fifth championship. And, and I looked for that photo and I have it saved on my phone or <laughs> it's like, you asked me to pick one or the lob to Shaq. I think that's the most iconic one. When, when you think of Shaq and Kobe, you think of him and Shaq pointing up into the, into the stands. And it just, I think that those are just a couple of my favorite moments. Uh, to me, um, if I were to pick out one in particular, there's so many. Uh, the moments that you've that you've um, recollected on, um, then there's uh, there's always famous Kobe games. Uh, there's also uh, moments, as you alluded to, uh, game winners, uh, one over D Way that banked in, um, which really. Uh, upset at us as Heat fans. Um, but then you have, uh, let's not be remiss if I don't, let me not be remiss if I don't mention the game winner over the Suns in the playoffs mm-hmm. where he, he pumps his fist. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, a, that's a moment I'd point out. But I, I'd probably have to go with a 60-point game um, just because the energy um, yeah. in that, in Staples Center, uh, everyone there, um, and I don't think we've really seen a farewell game like, like that, that before. Ever. No. Ever, really. Um, and to put up 60. I don't think you'll ever see that again. We won't. Yeah, we really won't see that again from a player of that age um, at the time. And in his last game to, to, be, to be among some of the highest games in NBA history with your last game. I mean, yeah. no, he, no. Was, he was – I mean, he was pulling up fadeaway, bam, pull up uh, 
three, bang, uh, you know, yeah, Hezzy, drive, yeah, Lamb, you know, everything. <laughs> if everything. there was a Kobe way to go out, he went out in a Kobe way. And also, we mentioned it earlier, maybe his most famous game is his 81-point game. So there's just so many memories and, and everything yeah, that and we the, can and talk the, about. And... Definitely. And, and, man, like the saddest thing I just want to point out, man, the saddest thing is that um, – when Shaq was talking, uh, when I was hearing Shaq last night, um, and I don't want to like leave it on a high note because it's always about spread, spreading positivity, especially like after this, you want people to be um, with positive energy and positive vibes and whatnot. That, but that, that's for the sure. sad, the saddest thing is that he he won't be able to give that Hall of Fame speech, and that like that crushes like me um, internally. Yeah, um, I, I, because I mean, him him Tim Duncan. Uh, KG were all supposed to be like, you know, nominees for for yeah. this uh, yeah. this Hall of Fame class, and just to like know that he won't be up there, it's tough. And like, who's who's he gonna have deliver that speech? We don't know, but it's just tough to like to to swallow that pill and know that he won't be up there on the podium. But um, again, all we can do is just really soak in all the Kobe moments, appreciate them, and like. And thank him for everything he's done, like on and off the court, for sure. Uh, yeah, and and I think you summed it up perfect. Um, this is a like we said at the beginning. This is an episode I I definitely didn't plan. Obviously, we haven't um, done an episode in in a couple weeks now, and, and we're getting back on the ball now as we've just been busy. But this really we needed. Um, we were actually debating as to whether to do an episode or not, and and I thought it was only fitting. And now. I think um, both of us, you know, we're going to go into that Mamba mode and, and just get episodes out to you guys. And, and just, you know, we love doing this for you guys. And, and, and with that being said, I want to take the last 24 seconds of this podcast and just do a moment of silence for not only Kobe, but for his daughter and the seven other victims on uh, the helicopter. So here we go. <laughs> 